Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the show that's on in the afternoon. Uh, we've got a very important show here for you today. Yes. Um, Human Trafficking Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to talk about, you know, people tend to think that, oh, yeah, that kind of stuff doesn't happen here. That right. kind of stuff yeah, yeah. Happen here. It happens every day here. Mm-hmm. Every single day. Which is eye-opening. I didn't know. I was one of those people. I was like, ah, we, we have sunny skies, beautiful beach. You don't think of those things that happen yeah. here until we actually uncover a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So we are going to talk to uh, Detective Scoggins today as well as Dark Christensen. Um, and get a little more information on this. This is mm-hmm. important stuff that people need to know. If you have kids and your kids are connected to the internet in any way, shape, or form, yes, sir. Uh, y- you need to be aware of this stuff, mm-hmm. period. Um, we're also going to do your horoscopes, your events, get you all caught up, all that good stuff. Good to be back with you in the afternoon, Davey. Yeah, the horoscopes. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. How were how'd you do horoscopes? We last week? we did them, but I did them with like a positive twist at the end. You know, I always had to keep the positive panda stuff going forward. But they they they, they like yours better. Yeah, they really missed you. Yeah, they were like sick of the cookie cutter stuff from yeah, me. Yeah, just just <laughs> an interesting crowd out there. Yeah, they do. They like it. They like the the raw, the now real. Do, yeah, yeah, you gotta have fun with it, man. You gotta have fun. People can laugh at themselves. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, before we get uh, into it, I will tell you about our friends at Bozard Ford Lincoln. They are celebrating 75 years in St. Augustine in Northeast Florida. They are here for you. You can experience their extensive selection of new and pre-owned vehicles, quick and quality servicing, and their uh, amazing parts and accessories shop. Uh, make sure you grab a signature burger at Ford's Garage while you're there. 904 Burger, pretty good. Mm-hmm, the best. They offer services from home delivery to company fleet servicing at Bozard Ford Lincoln. Your family is their family, and they are driven to inspire. Also, our friends at the Bailey Group. No matter where you want to go, they're going to help you get there together mm-hmm. as a team, as a family. Uh, their first priority is taking care of yourself and your family, and they want to learn more about uh, your personal situation. They want to build a plan that is perfect for you. So you sit down, talk to them for 20 minutes or so, probably more than that if you've got a more complicated situation. Well, that's pretty good, though. I mean, they're going to streamline it for you. They know what they're doing, and there's a lot of nuances out there. They just make it easy. Definitely. Uh, They want to build long-term relationships that encourage open and honest communication. That's been the cornerstone of their foundation of success. Give them a call. uh, 904-461-1800. And then our friends at Ah, Aura Med Spa. If you are craving the perfect blend of relaxation and rejuvenation, ah, Aura Med Spa is your answer. From luxurious spa treatments to advanced medical aesthetics, ah, Mara's experts will personalize a plan just for you. Enhance your natural beauty with things like Botox, dermal fillers, laser treatments, and a whole lot more. You'll experience top-notch care in their state-of-the-art facility. Feel refreshed and revitalized at ah, Aura Med Spa, 2100 A1A South Suite 2. Book your appointment today at the Amara Med Spa. All right. Yes. Let's get into the show today. All right. Dark Christensen, Detective uh, Scoggins, joining us here this morning. Uh, Thank you all very much for being here. Thank you, Brad. Now, Detective, I'll start with you. Talk about your, what is it you're doing specifically? I know, uh, obviously, you have a focus on human uh, trafficking in our area, but let people know who you are, what what you do. So I work for the St. John's County Sheriff's Office. I was recently promoted to sergeant, but prior to that... Well, congratulations. Buddy. Thank you so much. Prior to that, I spent six years in our investigations unit, uh, specifically in the Special Victims Unit and then in the Internet Crimes Against Children Unit. And during that time, I took up the mantle of learning about human trafficking, how it's manifesting in the United States, specifically in my AOR, St. John's County, 
and what could be the strategies that are being used nationwide to combat that, identify potential victims, identify traffickers, and ultimately prosecute them. Was this always something that you were passionate about, or is this something that you fell into within uh, law enforcement? It was always something I was looking to do. Awesome. Really? That's really. awesome. Is it, is it troubling to <clears throat> really start investigating and really start seeing what's going on and, and just seeing how much these incidents are happening in our area? So what was troubling was how uh, the manifestation, I always tried to figure out and, and keep an idea of how it actually worked within the, within the country. And even through my training, I learned it was way different, which shouldn't have been surprising because the, the changeover has been the Internet. Mm, internet yeah. has really changed how traffickers can locate victims, identify uh, vulnerabilities, and exploit those vulnerabilities without ever exposing themselves to criminal liability, to even parents knowing about them. Mm. Really? So classically, the, the recruitment mechanism was malls, uh, schools, yeah. places that children congregate. That was always yeah. the classically yeah. the lo- locale for recruitment. Well, now children congregate on social media. Yeah. That's just the truth. And uh, more so on there than anywhere in person. And anonymity is one of the major parts of the internet. And so yeah. what is already a low visibility crime has made even less visible by access to a connection method that doesn't require you you to actually be there. Do criminals profile us like a vulnerable community? So what I've noticed more so than taking the time to actually profile people is there's typically some sort of uh, cast net, some message or a mechanism that they use to contact people, and it's those people's responses that identify vulnerabilities. Interesting. So if uh, you, as an anonymous, huge. unknown person, connect with 100 different people, 95 of them are going to not talk to you. They don't know you. Mm-hmm. Right. But the five that do are doing so for a reason. Uh, and then through those conversations that continue from there, they can start to identify what the problems are. And uh, traffickers have learned over time, what types of vulnerabilities, specifically support structures, uh, insecurities, that they can identify and then exploit and try and fill in those gaps that are left with vulnerable persons and fill those gaps in with their presence, their mm-hmm. relationship. Right, yeah. Oh, wow. That's scary. That's, that is really scary. <laughs> Dar, talk to me about how you got into this whole world and kind of your uh, your activities that, that you're working on to, to kind of bring awareness into people's lives? Well, uh, when I was here last time, I spoke about The Sound of Freedom, the movie. It really, sure. uh, it changed me. When I walked out of there, I felt like I had to do something. Oh. And so our rescue, uh, the, the gentleman that's in the movie, Tim Ballard, started our rescue. It's a nonprofit, and they work with the police officers, training with human trafficking. Their whole goal is to um, is child exploitation and child human trafficking uh, to end it. And mm. so they work with technology. Uh, they actually get involved in in some missions around the world, um, you know, and also work with aftercare. And so what they started is 
it's sort of a hub of them. Mm-hmm. We're a hub of the, of the, uh, nonprofit, our rescue. And it's ourrescue.org. And so what our goal is, we are the, our Operation Underground Railroad Northeast Florida Conductors Club. Okay. And so there's conductors clubs all over the, all over the world. And our main goals, there's three of them, is to bring awareness to our community, which, by having the detective here today, Sergeant Scogans, uh, you know, we can bring awareness. We can start a conversation about human trafficking. Um, and then we want to educate. Uh, that's why I'm really interested in having you here today um, is educate parents on how they can protect their children. Yeah. Educate our citizens on what we can do. This can this. And in a lot of cases, is a one-sided. The the groomer, the predator, is like you know going after the most vulnerable, our mm-hmm. children. And unless we're aware of it as parents, as citizens, um, you know, and 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 know what to look for and to help our children, teach them the skills, give them the skills and the and the know-how of what to do when you know a stranger is online and starts asking them this question, that question, this question. You know these. They might seem like innocent questions at the time, or they make you feel, you know, to come to the parent Absolutely. and talk about it. So, yeah. mm. so our three main goals are to like bring awareness, talking about it, to to bring uh, the education, prevention through education, and to fundraise for the cause. You know, and and shine a big light in this whole area. Right. We're the uh, our we're the our Northeast Florida Conductors Club, and we spread we span all the way from Saint Augustine all the way to Fernandino Beach and everything in between. So we're trying, we've got a big reach. So we need lots of volunteers too, to help, you know, with this. How has it grown since the last time you were here in studio? Have you gotten a lot more board members? Have you gotten more community support? Uh, Well, initially, you know, we had a big... A big amount of people involved, you know, because they saw the movie right. and they wanted, they roll, they walked out of the movie changed as well, you know, and so we got a big group. We've got about 140 right now on the Excellent. Facebook. Cool. Uh, but we need to get more people engaged. People are very busy in yeah. their lives and the initial, you know, thing of the movie, the, the buzz of the movie, uh, you know, people wanted to get involved, but then it kind of, slowed down a little bit you know people got back to their lives you know and i don't our goal is to keep that buzz going Mm -hmm. you know to keep the conversations going to keep the light on it because the darkness is you know we'll just get bigger and bigger if we don't keep shining that light bright and our goal again is to like i'm sure yours too detective is to end this yeah protect our children and to end it it's a big goal but you know that's what you got to shoot on it. You got to start That's with one at a time. Yeah. We always look at it like when I'm at an awareness table at somewhere, a market or, um, you know, something, and we're out there talking about it. If we can reach one person, you know, that day, we have the the um, hotline up, Florida hotline up for human trafficking. If one person walks by and knows someone that possibly could be human trafficked or, you know, they are being human trafficked yeah. um, and they don't know who to talk to, if we reach one person, that makes it, you know, for us, we've done what we wanted to do that day. Yeah. So. Yeah. And Sergeant, I think a lot of people, a lot of us just hear the word human trafficking, the words human trafficking, and you think abducting children and placing them into like the sex trade maybe. Um, but there's so much, there's more to it than this, right? I mean, there's so many different facets of, of what is human trafficking. The, the notion of actually abducting a child, like taking a child who is not cooperative with you, 
away from their family who has an active family. The, the U.S. does a really good job with uh, child abductions. Like yeah. Our response to them, the amount of resources we can bring to bear, different federal agencies, it's a very immediate and heavy response with a uh, child abduction. So again, when we go back to talking about traffickers, they don't want that type of exposure to actually abduct a child. Mm. So not to say that it doesn't happen. It most certainly does. Right. It's just the vast rarity. The majority of trafficking that occurs in the U.S. is through a grooming process mm. and specifically looking for people who don't have that support structure or it's easy to isolate them from that support structure. Because huh. the goal of every trafficker is to make their victims completely reliant on them for all of their life necessities, shelter, food, like basic necessities. Mm-hmm. And also to be reliant on them for emotional support to build that, what is a domestic relationship, a love relationship. And then they start leveraging that support and uh, emotional connection to get them to push boundaries that the the victim wouldn't typically do. A lot of the times leading towards the sex trade, not all the time, but a lot of the times leading towards the sex trade. And the, the common theme for a lot of traffickers is you got to do we got to do what you need to do for the family because I do what I need to do for the family. So you need to do what you need to do for the family or the team or the whatever it is. Oh, mm-hmm. And so oh. that's the, that's the abduction side of it is just isolation. What is willing isolation? Victims don't even know. And that's mm-hmm. the other problem. That's the other thing when we're talking about touch points. So mm-hmm. your, you know, community events, even things, small things. Like if you go into any gas station, public restroom, hotels, mm-hmm. You'll see signs that human trafficking with an expl- explanation of what it is and you know, if you're in trouble, contact What are the numbers. signs and things like that? What are the signs that, that people should look out for? So specifically, um, when dealing with people, like a lot of – so see something, say something was the old yeah. um, uh, DHS blue campaign right. slogan, and I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm not talking about when you look at something and you're fairly certain what it is, and that's not a big deal. I'm talking about the thing that you're looking at a situation happening in front of you, and you know there's a problem, but you're not sure what it is. You just know based on the situation that's in front of you, whatever it is, and it could be a multitude of things, it's a problem. That's the kind of thing that you should report. And report to law enforcement. Um it's important that we have those, even if it's nothing, even if we go out to it and it ultimately, we determine what it is. It's not suspicious. Even if we determine it is suspicious and at that time, legally, there's nothing we can do to intervene. We can at least create a touch point where we can interact with those individuals. They can go into a law enforcement database. So when they, traffickers tend to migrate, they tend to move around so that, and they're following money because ultimately that's what the traffickers looking for. When they get contacted in multiple places, moving around in a tight time frame with the same people, and we and they're contacted all over these places in major metropolitan hubs or in major money centers, that pattern can start getting put together, and then something, some actual intervention can occur. Mm-hmm. But when there's no touch points and we have no idea who these people are, there's never going to be intervention. Yeah, because there can't be. Yeah, right. And you always hear after most crimes. 
You know, you always hear, oh, yeah, that person, there was some issues there with this or there was issues there with that. You noticed that this was odd or you felt they asked a question to you and you felt uncomfortable. I think uh, I think with the awareness thing and speaking to your kids is really important. Start in a conversation. Um, they say that kids are online anywhere from six to eight hours a day. And, you know, these groomers are on there and the predators are on there mm-hmm. and they're very manipulative and they're, they're honing in on these children on a daily basis, you know, and I read a stat recently and I don't know, I, I, I can't remember where it was from, but um, it said that on average, if a groomer um, contacts your child on average, it takes only eight days to get them from, one stage to a maybe a stage of either meeting them yeah. or sending some kind of pictures to them or something. Something, some kind you know, of connection, touch some point, kind like of like said, thing yeah. that they wouldn't normally do. 45 minutes. That's 45 oh, minutes? For, for pictures. So uh, Okay, that's really yeah. scary. Uh, and, you know. and this is off topic, but yeah. another thing we're having a lot of issues with yeah. is overseas scammers yeah. getting uh, nude photographs of children. 45 minutes is the average. And wow. they use those to blackmail the child, right? As I understand oh. it, they'll do things like say, yeah. well, we're going to show this to your parents. We're going to show this to your school if you don't do X, Y, Z, right? Yeah, I think that uh, having that conversation and also you were talking about relationships and that Having the talk with your kids about what a good relationship is, what a healthy relationship is, what an unhealthy relationship is. Mm. If you have somebody, maybe it could be your boyfriend at school that is pressuring you to do something that you don't feel comfortable doing, or, you know, you have somebody online, maybe it's, I mean, these predators or groomers, they're, they're not just online. They're, they are maybe at your schools. Mm. They're at, I mean, they arrested a bunch of people down in uh, Tampa area, you know, recently, and they were like sports coaches and, you know, teachers and, you know, that sort of thing. You know, uh-huh. they can be everywhere. It could be the best coach in the school. Sure. You don't know, you know, so I think having the conversation about good relationships and bad and kind of, you know, letting them know if someone's hurting you, abusing you, that's not a good thing. That's mm-hmm. not a, you know, that's not normal. That's not yeah. normal because they try to normalize everything, right? Yeah, but Dar, you're it's, a mom too. And I'm sure you've heard yeah. before, oh, mom, like you've heard yeah. those things. How do you yeah. break through that barrier? How do you really connect with kids that don't connect with their parents? Yeah. Are you relying on schools for that communication? What do you think there? It's uh, a hard question, I know. Well, I think if you take them to the movie Sound of Freedom. Okay, take them to the movie. Look up, educate yourself. Yeah. You know, educate yourself. There's so much information, online resources, like uh, ourrescue.org uh, has a whole resource center there that talks about how to talk to your child, how to speak to your children on this. Great. And so, you know, show them actual facts and stats from UNICEF, from different, you know, right. different organizations that have put together some stats on what's going on in the world. Um, these are facts, you know, this is happening. Um, you know, talk, talk to the police officers. Absolutely. You know, you let your children talk to the police officers and show them that they're a valuable resource in yeah. our community and, you know, share with them like what is going on, you know, maybe that'll wake them up. And we have YRDs in all the schools. Also, the schools have counselors. All of all of that creates a, a good connection. And uh, in situations where people are nervous about coming to the police, there are NGOs that exist. Uh, your organization, Her Song. Yeah. There's a bunch of different support organizations that exist to give somebody the opportunity to talk without necessarily going to law enforcement. 
Um, yeah. The other thing for parents, um, the the phones and there's a the, the adage of creating a precedent is a lot easier than setting a precedent. When children have access to phones, the parents need to have access to those phones as well. And, mm. and from the beginning, it needs to be understood by the kids that are using them that the parents have full access and always will have full access. And parents should check the phones, check who they're talking to, what apps mm. they're using. Probably daily, right? Uh, on an interval, it, it depends on the situation. Um, okay. But a the the goal is for the child to self-regulate. Mm. The goal is for them to be on the phone and know, okay, I'm doing whatever I'm doing. My parents are going to look at my phone at some point. Yeah. yeah. How would they feel about this? Right. And that thought process will help them to make good decisions on the phone. But what if I'm not a tech savvy parent? I mean, there's there's apps that like have you told me that they code they they can, can disguise what the actual app is. What are some things, some tips that parents need to look for? Google is your friend. Okay. So if just putting in you know concerning apps uh, on phone or I want to look at my child's phone, what should I be looking for? Mm. Google is your friend. Oh. It will pull up. Step-by-step guides yeah. on how to go through a phone, um, things that even in, with my background, I would not know. You can go on Google and you can find it. That's out. great. That's a great resource then. I, I think setting the guidelines too. If you, if you have this phone, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, I have access to it, but we're turning off the location. There's, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, I want only these apps are allowed to be like, I need to know what apps are being and I need to know the passwords to the apps so that I can sign on to those and see, you know, who you're talking to or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're post, if you're posting pictures, they can only be posted to family and friends, like people that you actually know. Mm-hmm. You're oh. not posting fi- pictures, videos. I know that's a tough one because people are on TikTok. They're doing videos, Facebook, they're uh, Instagram. Right, there's so many. They're all on there and, you know. Kids are lying about their age, and and yeah. predators are lying about who they are too. Yeah, true, you know. So, um, I think it's having those guidelines and following up, following up, following up. Don't just have that forty-five minute, you know, danger, stranger danger talk, and then check the box and okay, I did that, right? And go on. You know, you have to be actively involved. You know, all the time, all the time, talking about it. Um, when they're going somewhere to a mall or something too, um, you know, and being aware of their surroundings, you know, putting down the phone, that sort of thing. I heard you were you were saying something about if you see something, say something. I heard this story the other day. A girl was in. This wasn't locally. This wasn't locally. Mm. This was online. I saw this. This girl was at a Walmart or whatever, or one of the stores, and she saw a guy with a um, like a walkie-talkie. And he was sitting at the end of the aisle and she was went like in the toy aisle, you know, and she was wondering what he was, what he was doing. And she looked down the aisle and there was a little girl running around, a two-year-old or something, and another young girl, um, teenager that were looking at toys. So she went up to the girl and said, you know, where, where's your mother or whatever? Oh, my mom went to the bathroom, you know, and this guy was watching and watching. And then she, she watched and then she saw another guy with a, with a walkie talkie. They were talking back and forth. Very strange. And uh, so she immediately went and she took the two, this, this, this mama mm-hmm. took the two kids and went and found the mom and went to the head, you know, the, and, and said, call the police. Yeah. And, you know, said wow. that there's these guys, this, you know, and they were like, they were, they took off. Like she mm-hmm. saw them take off, but she told, you know, what they look like and everything like that. And we really need lives. to be aware to protect our citizens. Yeah. Like that she saved those kids yeah. that day. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like all that yeah. entire situation, 
does not feel right. Yeah. And everybody Alone looking knows. at it would know that. Trust so your gut. You got to do something about that. Yeah. Trust your gut too. So Sergeant, if you had to give just kind of the top tips for parents, what do you think some of those major must do things are for parents? Open lines of communication. Okay. Even when your kids mess up, kids are going to mess up, but they have to know that for safety reasons, that if they need somebody to come get them, if they need help right now, that they can call mom and dad. Yeah. Check the phones, make it normal. The most like breakdowns I've gotten from kids is when I go into their phone, I pull up Snapchat and I go to for my eyes only. And most people don't even know what that is. Mm. And I, I hand it to the kid and I'm like, open this. And I've had more kids break down on me on that than anything else. Really? It, they shouldn't be. The parents should know about that. The yeah. parents should be going into that. The kids should be used to people going into their phone and looking at stuff. Mm-hmm. So just monitor and then be a support, support structure. With less vulnerabilities, there's less avenues for traffickers to get in, start creating their own relationship, and start ultimately creating isolation. When does a parent start giving independence to kids then? When is it like after 18? Is no. It- uh, self-regulation. That's what I was talking about earlier. Uh-huh. I think independence should be started, started to give to kids in small doses, building up over time to lead to 18. So ultimately when they turn 18 and they have legal full autonomy, they're able to self-regulate. They're able to manage their own lives. So almost full autonomy at 16, 17, mm-hmm. assuming that they've earned that through repetitive actions, showing that they can handle it. Yeah. But the goal is for every kid to be 18, be able to handle themselves. So you have to build up to that. It's not easy being a parent. It takes no, a bless. lot of work. Yeah. And everybody's so busy these days that sometimes things, you know, there's, there's not that balance there. And sometimes things get left. And that's where these predators come in, these groomers come in and find that weakness. Yeah. You know, um, if kids are online a lot, you know, they're thinking, oh, they don't have any friends, maybe too. That's another thing, mm. being aware of that that sort of thing, mm-hmm. the vulnerabilities. Isolation. Um, isolation. Yeah. Well, they want to isolate them. They mm-hmm. want you, they want themselves, right, to be the best friend, they, they want the, the new parent, the one that only understands them. Right. Right. And um, yeah, and loves them. Mm. A lot of times it's love too, right? Basically all the time. Yeah. So even before before, uh, physical abuse, they'll start with that love connection and then the physical abuse will occur. And then it ultimately becomes like an abusive domestic relationship. Mm. Yeah. With that same cycle of violence, the same power and control wheel that you see in domestic violence. That just gives me goosebumps when I think of that. Like yeah, it's, you know, all the time. Like they, um, being active in your kid's life, you know, knowing who their friends are, who are they talking to online? Um, and again, you said creating that safe place at home where if they, if they need, if they have a question or they're feeling uncomfortable about something, that they can come to you, you know, that they can trust you. That um, I remember when my kids were younger and they were, you know, they were um, going to parties and everything. And I remember saying to them, this was back. This is, you know, nobody had phones and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. and not, not everybody had phones and everything. And But I always said, hey, if you're going to miss your curfew or if, you know, there's somebody that's drinking and driving, mm-hmm. you know, like don't get in that car, like grab their, you know, grab their keys, whatever, whatever, and call me. Right. You're not going to get in trouble. You're not going to like, no matter, it could be three in the morning, whatever. I'm going to come, I'm going to pick you up and we're not going to, we're you're safe. Right. That was the main. That's amazing. And I think that's the goal that a lot of parents with this need to have. Like, you're not going to, if there's something that is not right, 
that's going on, you know, that you don't feel comfortable with, you know, you have me to come to no matter what. You, mm. We can talk about anything. Yeah. You know, then it goes the opposite side. They start telling you everything and then yeah. you don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. right. My son tells me everything now. He's a grown up. So and it's like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> um, so do you have you any know. events coming up that people can get involved in uh, in our area? Uh, well, one thing we want to have lots of events. We want to have people that want to put up a, an awareness table. We'll help you. We'll bring the table, you cool. know. If you want to put it up at your, if you're a member of Chamber of Commerce or Rotary or, you know, um, the Elks Lodge or something, you know, we want to get out there and speak. We want to, uh, you know, get get the officer, the detective involved, um, you know, as well and uh, to bring awareness. But we do have an event coming up in on February 28th at Nice High School. Cool. Okay. Um, nice High School has a young lady there that started an anti-trafficking club. Oh, wow. And she is just a real little go-getter. Um, I think they have something like 15 to 20 members, Fantastic. you know, there. And they've done a bunch of things in the school. Uh, they came out. We had a walk locally here in St. Augustine that they came out. And we were walking with posters and everything. But they're going to have an information night. And uh, and Sergeant Scogan is, is uh, going to be there as well, hopefully. And uh, we're going to be having a question and answer period. It's from 4.30 to 6 at the Nice High School. It's a parent-teacher night. So I think, yeah, if you have to go to Nice High School. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be a parent of Nice High School. But I want to tell you that our rescue.org does have a new program that we want to reach out to all the high schools locally. We want to have an anti-trafficking club in every high school locally across our whole region, St. John's, as well as into the Jacksonville area and all over. So if you want to get involved, please contact me. Um, we have the, the Facebook page, um, or I'm sure you have my contact information you guys can put up. I'll put it in comments. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I'd love to talk to you about that. If you want to help us reach out to all the high schools, too, please, we need help to reach out to the high schools, to reach out to all these service clubs, too, because we want to get out there more and bring a big light. You know, and I'm so grateful yes, uh, that Sergeant Scogans is here today. Like, you, just all the valuable, the invaluable information that you've just, just amazing. Yes. Yeah. And Sergeant, what can we be doing as a community, as a whole, um, to help with this here locally? So a lot of the times when we go back to that isolation, uh, it's not just isolation from family, it's isolation from society. And a lot of the times society kind of backs that up. Uh, Traffickers don't tend to lie outright. They tend to use what is mostly the truth. And uh, once somebody finds themselves locked into uh, a cycle of criminality that occurs during uh, trafficking after they've become a victim and uh, they've already been wrapped up in shoplifting, drug use, uh, the sex trade. Society frowns upon uh, people like that. Mm. And that type of isolation that's now backed up by their interactions with other people in the, in the world around them mm-hmm. is just going to serve the trafficker and his purposes or their purposes. So just <clears throat> be aware of what's going on around you. Be aware of people in need. Um, hook with support services, make sure people have that information uh, and then keep yourself and those around you safe. The, the people that you really have connection to, don't allow them to be isolated, especially if you see that happening. And this goes beyond trafficking, even in domestic abuse relationships, that's a very key component is isolation. Be there to support the people that you love. 
It's okay. important. Yes. Thank you all so much for being here with Thank us. You. Thank, Thank you. Thank you both for your time. And just something that needs to be on people's radars more. Yeah. Obviously. Whew. Thank you. Thank you both. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's a tough topic to talk about. Though. It is. It's not, uh, you know, a lot of the times we're talking about pleasant, upbeat things. And we want, we want people to be aware of the greatness that's happening in our community. But there's... There's always a dark side to things, man, and and this is just these situations are so much more prominent than people think, and they're not in the typical ways that that everybody might might think. You know, I've still got my kid in my bedroom, so they're not being right. They're fine. They're not definitely they're not in any danger. Just so. keep the conversation going. It's something to talk about. Just to yeah yeah keep, it, keep everybody up. Absolutely, man. Uh, hey, want to give a shout out at this point to our friends at Old Town Trolley. A uh, significant part of Old Town Trolley's philosophy is uh, giving back to the communities in which they operate. And the Old Town Trolley is proud to offer their sincere appreciation and support for St. John's County Schools, uh, Patriot Service Dogs, uh, 904 Base 501C3, mm-hmm. and uh, a whole lot more. Uh, Old Town Trolley also offers uncountable transportation donations to many local fundraisers and events. Uh, light up the night, the 4th of July fireworks coming up here somewhat soon. Yeah, seriously. Beach Blast Off, the Holly Jolly Shopping Trolley, and a whole lot more. Uh, check them out. They're the green trains. We love them. And check out All American Air for 45 years. They've been serving St. Augustine and surrounding communities. Their areas of expertise include warranty and non-warranty service work for all makes and models of AC units. They have preventative maintenance service agreements, new construction installations, and equipment replacement with high-efficiency systems. From the most efficient Lennox Home System to the iComfort Ultra Smart Thermostat, All American Air has the latest and greatest in all of your HVAC products. Check them out today, 904-461-0070. All right, now, friends, at Bin 39, of course, open from 8 to 8 daily out there on the Orange Street side of St. George Street. Great little place to discover if you haven't already. I know a lot of people out there watching have, but if you haven't, what are you doing? What are you waiting for? Um, especially if you are a wine person, go meet some fellow wine connoisseurs. Irving, there's nobody that knows wine in St. Augustine more than Irving Cass. I don't think there, I seriously don't think there is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he loves it. He lives it. It is an, It is his entire life, and he passes on all of that to you when you experience uh, Bin 39. Go down there, check it out. They got live music all the time. It's just a fun place to relax with a few friends, unwind, and enjoy your day. And if you don't know what you're getting into, they have their anniversary party this Wednesday from 4 to 7 p.m. Just show up at Bin 39, which is the St. George Inn. Irving is going to be pulling out the best of the best for you to try. It's complimentary, so come on out. I'll see you there. I'll be there at 4. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, All right. It is horoscope time. Blake, let's get this rolling, sir. Oh, jeez. Aries, Taurus, and Gemini on deck today. We'll start with Aries. Brace yourself, Aries. Today, your impulsive nature might lead you to impulsively breathe air and walk on the ground. (laughs) Shocking, I know. Wow. (laughs) What, are you stuck on your couch? Yeah. What are you doing? I don't know. (laughs) Today, Taurus, your determination will have you vigorously pushing on a pull door. (laughs) (laughs) Read it. Don't give up. It might just open the other way around. Yeah. In an alternative universe. Oh, Taurus, they're going to push that door right open. Yeah. (laughs) Going to break something. The bulls, yeah. Gemini. Get ready, Gemini. You'll be so indecisive today that you'll struggle to choose between being indecisive and being indecisive. That sounds very Gemini. Yeah. Yeah, Two-faced. Wow. All right. 
There you go. That's for your horoscopes for today. <laughs> Very messy. <laughs> what do you got for us, Davey? Hey, St. John's Pal has travel bas- a baseball spirit night coming up for at Sonny's Barbecue. This is happening tomorrow, January 30th, from 5 to 9 p.m. You can dine in or order to go, but this is a nice fundraising moment for St. John's Pal. Enjoy Sonny's Barbecue on January 30th and support the Pal baseball travel team. All very, right. very cool. Hey, we've got a, uh, the tall ship tours are coming back to town. The Nio Trinidad will sail to St. Augustine, Florida this week. That's the big, huge pirate ship that we see coming to town every once in a while. Weather conditions to determine when it will arrive, but it will be announcing the arrival time and date in the next few days. So stay posted to check out Totally St. Augustine, our buddy Renee. She'll be in later this week to talk all about it. But this that giant ship replica built in Spain, open for tours starting February 2nd through April. Hours are 10 to 7. That's got That's got to be a really cool moment. Moment. Very, yeah. very exciting trip. Yeah, yeah. Those are, everybody loves seeing that thing. Yeah. Hey, uh, join the first Friday night market next month at Well Women 360 to, to celebrate Groundhog Day. Visit the cafe, shop for local artists, and enjoy live music. This Again, this is at the Well Women 360 campus. This is happening February 2nd from 5 to 9 p.m., 240 San Marco Avenue. Lots of local St. Augustine vendors. And, of course, they have that uh, Cafe 360, which is super, super fun. All right. Yeah. Nice. Some cool stuff coming up. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Hey, we want to give a shout out to our friends at Panache, who will make you feel special when you're getting ready to go out and experience some of these fun things for yourself. They've been doing that since 1987 when they opened their doors to be cut above the rest. All right. Their mission is to care for their team, their guests, and their community from scalp to soul and bring joy to the world one service at a time. Nice. The Panache difference is their carefully chosen and highly trained staff there to exceed your expectations. Same goes for their elegant salon space. Uh, they want you to experience guest comfort and they are devotivated. Uh, oh, I, I love that, that word. It's yep. so good. They're devotivated <laughs> to innovation and artistry. They're focused on making your day and continually raising the bar. They also uh, embrace everything that is a Veda, including that stylish space, the eco-friendly products, all that great stuff. Check them out. Go to getpanache.com. And big shout out to the United Way. Join the fun. Be a star with the United Way, no matter who you are. Shout out to Jay Owen, who emceed the Big Givers Gala last night over at the embassy. I know that that was a rock star time and everybody had had an amazing gala and fundraising for an amazing organization. They can't do it alone. They need you, your passion and your generosity. Together, they create a brighter future for every individual in St. John's County. Check them out. Volunteer today. UnitedWay-SJC.org. Nice. What else you got? Well, we've got these people are having a really crappy Monday. Okay. All right. This first one just took this little guy for a bath 20 minutes ago. Oh, Oh, geez, muddy. Next up, oh, this kid dropping a pizza. It's not having a good day. Not having a good day. Poor guy. I'm sure they'll make you another one. There you go. Next up. So finally, after a year, I was able to get my PS5. The dog was super excited, oh, too. Yikes. Yeah. Been there. Not with a PS5. I can't afford all that, but... Ugh. I think I got a pawn shop or something. Uh, yeah. Next up. Well... This was almost Troy over the weekend, What I does hear. boat stand for? <laughs> About another thousand. There yeah. you go. That's, that's a few thousand. Yep. Next up. College bros and one brain cell between everybody. Yeah. Uh, well, just not... T- how'd you get it up? <laughs> Wait, oh, are they getting it down or up? I guess they're getting it up. Yeah, I think they're getting, work. yeah, it looks like that's going uh, up. Yeah, going to work. Got to bring it in through the window. Next up, how does this happen? Like, what's, this isn't mathing for me, right? Yes. I don't know. 
It's like a bungee jumping for cars. Jeez. Uh, next up, ooh, can you imagine if you oh. realized this was your workstation walking into work? Oh, God. Yeah. yeah that just freaks me out. That'll take a whole day to organize. To organize that, that. Yeah. 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 That's not fun at all. No. Next up, student handed this to this teacher one day. The dog really did eat his homework. Text questions, Parker's mom. Listen, Parker's mom. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Next up, oh, geez. This guy just pulled up to the office in Rio. 45-minute commute, it says, huh? Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Next up, here is my favorite picture of Grandma. She was having a hard time with the mixer. You don't say. God bless her. Jeez. She just got blessed by flour. (laughs) Next up, for a month, I lost my wedding ring and a cross-country road trip. Finally, I gave up and I realized it was under my husband's deodorant. Oh what a relief. God. Wow. Yikes. Next up, oh man, his face says it all. Oh. <laughs> Poor guy. Jeez. <laughs> Case of the Mondays. Jeez. All right. Well, uh, good show today. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you to Blake for pressing all the buttons. Thank you to you guys out there for watching. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, everybody.